Hi, professionals. Welcome to this week's episode of the New Professional Podcast. Today, we're going to be covering the topic of burnout. This is a very relevant topic to me personally, as I've faced burnout in the past. Very early in my career, I was in a position that just was not the right fit for my skills. And I had a lot of stress trying to learn and figure out what I was doing at the time. I was not sleeping well. I would have to go sit in my car just to calm down for 15 minutes at a time. And I really didn't have the skills necessary at the time to properly handle the burnout I was experiencing. And what happened was after about six months, I started noticing I was having headaches every day. And just like everybody else, I was popping this ibuprofen, just dealing with the issue as it came. Well, one night while I was at home reading, my eyesight went sideways. I was seeing double. And at that point, I realized I needed to go to the doctor. Once I was able to talk to the doctor, we found out that I had been having some very serious medical issues for months that I had just attributed to the stress of my work environment. Most people are not going to experience so much stress that it threatens making them blind. However, that experience has made a work-life balance more important to me than just about anything. I absolutely love the work I do, but if I don't balance that out with a personal life or with personal activities, I'm going to reach that burnout point again, and I am afraid of missing those signs again. So I want to make sure that everybody is equipped to recognize and deal with stress and burnout appropriately so that you're not finding out six months in sitting in a hospital that you were missing signs that you could have caught a lot earlier if you had had a work-life balance. So what are some markers to know if you're headed towards burnout? How much time are you spending at work? Now, I understand that not every single job is nine to five and not all of the work that you need to get done can be accomplished in that time. But are you spending a proportional time at work? Are you spending the amount of time that you are paid to be there? Making sure that um, you are not overworking yourself is very important. How are you spending your weekends? Now, if you're like me, you go home and you sleep and you read and you eat and you sleep some more. This can actually be a huge contributor to burnout because you are not refueling over the weekend. You're just living for the next work day. How are you sleeping? Now, you can sleep too much. If you are getting to the end of your workday and all you're doing is getting to the end of your workday and sleeping until you have to go to work again, you are probably sleeping too much or working too much, one or the other. If you're not sleeping enough, however, that can also be a indicator of stress or be causing you stress. So make sure that you're looking and consulting your doctor about what the appropriate amount of sleep for you is. The general rule of thumb is about eight hours for an adult. Another thing you want to look at is what your social life looks like. Many of us have a key demographic of friends, and we stick to those three or four people, and that's great. But are you seeing them enough? Are you getting out? Are you guys actually talking about things other than work? Making sure that your social life is more than just talking to your coworkers, which is a great thing to do, but might not be enough for that social interaction. Finally, if you're a creative Make sure you're being creative. Don't just go to work and design for eight hours and then come home. 
go to work, design for eight hours, and then do a project totally unrelated, do something for you. I come home and I will paint or I will sew or I will knit. I swear I'm not an 80-year-old grandma, but those are my hobbies. Once I'm done creating at work for things I have to create for, I come home and then I create for myself. My personal goal is to create one thing every day. These are the indicators we use to determine how we're feeling and if we are headed for burnout. If you've never been burnt out before, these might just be things that while you cannot directly attribute them to a past experience, you can look at them and see if you do have a healthy balance. Now, on the medical side of things, the Mayo Clinic does have an article on their website about spotting burnout, and some of those key factors can be cynicism towards your work, trouble starting projects, issues concentrating during the workday, self-medicating with substances such as alcohol or drugs. Additionally, you might be facing issues like headaches, ulcers, and bowel movement issues. If you're experiencing any of these, it might be a good time to consult your physician, as we've said before, because you do want to make sure that you're you're checking yourself. There could be other underlying issues, but a work-life balance is a great place to start to recognize those needs. Now, some of you may be sitting in your car or your office or at home, and you may be thinking to yourself, I did not come on here to be attacked today. That's okay. I have some solutions for you. If you're feeling like this is you and that you can identify with these struggles, uh, we want to make sure that you are properly equipped with the tools that you need to move forward in a more healthy direction. So what are some of the solutions? How do we avoid burnout uh, even when we have too much work? Because sometimes we simply cannot lessen the amount of work, but we can manage the other aspects of our life. So we have our very near, dear, and always a solution, the one we don't want to talk about, we have working out. According to Harvard Health Publishing, working out improves your mood, it can help improve your sleep patterns, it can reduce stress, and it can also reduce anxiety. These are key factors to stress and feeling burnt out. So working out can actually be a great way for you to work through those issues uh, in a very healthy and natural way. This next solution is a little bit more fun. Uh, Make sure you're focusing on your hobbies. If you're at home, try painting or reading Maybe you want to try to cook. Whatever you're doing, these are opportunities for you to de-stress and disconnect at home and pay attention to activities you enjoy doing. If you need a little bit more of a separation, for instance, if you happen to work from home, you might find it easier to go out to create that separation. Um, There's always the option of going to the movies, go window shopping, see what your local museums are offering. Uh, Maybe you have a hobby like photography. And of course, then we have the social aspect of it, ensuring that we get enough social interaction throughout the week. You could have something like a religious activity, clubs that you're a part of, volunteering at an organization. You may even have pets and that might assist you with your social interaction. The main thing here is to make sure that you have commitments that you cannot easily remove yourself from. If you are an introvert, like I am, and you make plans, 
And then a week later, you're sitting at home and you're like, why did the extroverted version of myself make these plans? This is why. Because once you're there, you will enjoy them. And if you're doing them for some of these other reasons, like social causes or religious activities or because it's a club you're part of, these are all things that will keep you going even on the days that you don't really feel like it. And now, everybody, please take this with the caveat of if you need to stop. If you need to take a break, take a break. But in general, make sure that you have something that keeps you going, that fills you up, because you can only give so much when you haven't had those social interactions or those other things throughout your week. One thing that I have found reoccurring is that many people feel like they're not being productive when they're doing their other activities. So they don't feel productive when they're working out or when they're working on their hobbies or at social interactions. And while these are all good things, they might not be accomplishing the goals that you have set for yourself. So if you need to feel like you're accomplishing something that will help you in the workplace, I have some suggestions for those as well. Please keep in mind that Avoiding burnout is creating that separation in your life of the things that you do for work and the things that you do for yourself and the things that you do for others. So if you need to feel that you are developing in your spare time, I have several suggestions here for you. The first one would be to take a LinkedIn learning course. Now, many libraries offer access to this for free, so you will want to go on your library's website and see what classes they have available. Those LinkedIn learning courses are wonderful because you can earn certifications. They give you lots of projects and just about any professional skill that you want to develop is there for you. Uh, I've taken accounting classes. I've taken event planning classes, some design courses. If you feel that there's a skill you want to be better at or learn more about, LinkedIn learning is definitely the way to go. Maybe you feel like learning another language would be a great use of your time. Many of your libraries will also offer free language learning courses. Check out what your library has to offer in the way of online courses, because chances are that they do have programs available for free. Of course, one of my favorites to come back to is reading. So if you are taking a break and you just need something that you can read a chapter or two at a time, I have some great book recommendations for you. The first book I want to recommend to you is Atomic Habits by James Clear. The next one is Tribes by Seth Godin. Outliers by Malcolm Gladwell. And finally, How to Win Friends and Influence People in the Digital Age, based off of Dale Carnegie's original work. Burnout is a very serious side effect of today's working conditions, especially for those who work from home or those who have a lot of new tasks to manage. It is extremely important to manage yourself. And you might be thinking to yourself, why? Why is this important? I just work and I get it done. Because if you do not take the time to measure where you are, you are going to burn out faster. I have seen it time and time again where people take on too much too quickly and do not take the time that they need for themselves. And ultimately, it makes you less productive. It tends to lead to discontentment in the workplace. And it can be a real challenge to want to stay in a workplace where you're constantly associating that burnout with it. So please take some time to look at these things and really figure out 
where you are mentally with your workload and making sure that you're taking the time to take care of yourself. I wanna imagine that the next great tech inventor is listening right now or that the next social developer is out there. I wanna imagine that the great new business idea is being built right now. It would be such a shame if we missed out on those technologies, on those innovations, on those businesses, because you were burnt out before you even had the opportunity to really succeed. At the end of your career, you're gonna look back and you're gonna look at all the wonderful things you did and you made and you built I will guarantee you that the one thing you will not be saying is I wish I had spent more time at work. You will have put the hours in. The time will come. There are times to make moves and buckle down. But at the end of the day, make sure that you are achieving your goals by not burning out before you can succeed. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the New Professional Podcast. Like, share, and follow to keep up to date on all of our newest episodes. We'll see you next time.